18 minutes it is before 9 p.m. And uh, under the microscope this evening, we catch up with the Department of Higher Education, Science and Innovation and uh, the latest regarding uh, the department's plans, including the impact of COVID-19 on uh, what we can salvage of the academic year and uh, what uh, some of the innovations that the sector is going to use uh, to make sure that this year uh, doesn't go to waste and that we can salvage at least some part of the academic year. And uh, the big question we asked this evening, what's happening in many of our campuses and our universities, Tivit colleges and uh, technical colleges uh, as uh, we try and respond to COVID-19? I'm joined on the line by the Deputy Minister of Higher Education, Science and Innovation and uh, certainly uh, a product of a TVET college himself. And uh, uh, I guess maybe some people might not be familiar with this, but also uh, a poet uh, in his uh, other life. Putimana Mela, good evening to you and welcome. Poet. <laughs> good evening. <laughs> I am okay. Thank you very much. What a grand introduction. Yeah, man, wait, you wait, so weren't much. you a poet at some point? <laughs> I tease, a part-time. I tease. No, a part- no. <laughs> But time uh, obviously broke poets. Yes, that, yes, so, yes. Yeah, no, they say they, they say all communists down. should be should be poets. <laughs> oh, is that so? Yes, 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 yes. <laughs> okay. Deputy Minister, I want us maybe to start off uh, uh, with what's happening on our campuses. I mean, I did say when we started that uh, you are uh, a graduate of uh, a TVET college yourself, and uh, you know, one of my observations has been that we've we've heard quite a bit from many vice chancellors about you know online and digital learning, and uh, a lot has been made about the concerns of completing the academic year in the, the formal uh, universities that we have, and I think we have about 23 or 24 of these in the country. But uh, uh, considerably, I guess, the big uh, and notable silence and absence uh, in that discourse has been what happens to many of our under-resourced TVET colleges uh, who are already faced with uh, digitization challenges already. How do they salvage the academic year? And Maybe let's start off there. Yes, that's a very good point to start at, Ibonga. Uh, Thank you so much for that. Um, look, I think what, so from today onwards, um, the academic support staff uh, at Tivet Colleges, together with uh, the the other staff members, have reported for work in most of our Tivet Colleges, um, and they'll essentially be preparing the Tivet Colleges for the return of uh, students uh, from sometime in the sorry, in the second week of June. Um, and the reason why, so, so it will mainly be trimester students who will be getting back uh, uh, on campuses to complete the two, two of the 12 weeks of their uh, trimester uh, engineering studies. And uh, the reason why we chose the uh, electrical engineering trimester is that firstly, they, are, uh, they require much more application uh, exposure to uh, workshops, uh, but also exposure to you know interaction with their with their lecturers. So the college environment, uh, you know, is more suitable for them. But secondly, because they were on the verge of completing their trimester, so mm. we want to rush that through so that they are then able to sit for the examinations. But in between, since March when we uh, went for early recess, what uh, you know the department has done was to ensure that firstly we negotiate with the telecoms for zero rating uh, websites so that students can have access to those. Uh, students have been in contact with their lecturers through WhatsApp, SMSs, phone calls, those who can uh, in order to get uh, you know some form of learning and teaching support. Uh, but there's also been some radio programs which are dedicated 
four-tiered colleges uh, because unlike in universities, it's much easier because it's a universal curriculum mm. uh, in terms of subject content, uh, you know, and it's something that we intend to keep as part of the system going forward so that that kind of support, uh, you know, is there. So most of the students should have been informed or will be informed by their institution when they will be, uh, you know, uh, returning. Uh, there'll be a lot of catch-up uh, work that will be done. So even if there's been some support during the break, we will be encouraging a lot of catch-up, a lot of, uh, 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 you know, uh, uh, clarification of, subject matter and all of that so that students are able to uh, you know when they sit for their exam they should believe that they have received a fair chance for them to be able to uh, write their final examination for this trimester and progress through the second one and then uh, you know we will then gradually be reintroducing the uh, national certificate students vocation and then also the business studies students to complete their uh, annual program and their semester program respectively. So that's basically what's been happening. There's also obviously been, uh, you know, not been without uh, challenges. Um, you know, part of the challenges has been uh, getting some students, uh, you know, although it's an insignificant number, it's still a big concern for us, getting their allowances paid, getting their NSFAS, uh, uh, you know, uh, paid and all of that. But we believe that uh, we uh, have made significant progress in ensuring that we address some of those uh, concerns. So as mm. is happening now, all the TVET colleges have received the protocol uh, in terms of the response to COVID-19. They know that they needed to have sanitized every uh, uh, you know, corner on their campuses. They need to have ensured that uh, they have sanitizers in place. They've got personal protection equipment. Uh, they have got uh, screening devices so that students when they enter campus are being screened. We've also, uh, with uh, our agency Higher Health, have uh, launched an application which students can use for them to test themselves even before they leave home mm. so that uh, they know if they have any of the symptoms. There are quarantine sites or self-isolation sites that will be there on campus which uh, will be dedicated for students who are suspected to have uh, uh, you know, uh, any uh, signs of uh, any, I mean, exhibit any signs of uh, having uh, uh, the, 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 the virus. So we're doing everything. So mm. it will only be 33% of students who will be pretending on campus. This is the advice that we received from the Department of Health and also from the Center, I mean, the, the, the uh, Institute for the Control sure, of Disease. Sure, so sure. it's a science-based uh, facing-in risk uh, uh, strategy whose intention is to ensure that we save lives, but also in the process ensure that we, uh, you know, we save mm -hmm. the academic year. And we're hoping that students will be working with us to ensure okay. that, uh, you know, this becomes a success. Deputy Minister, I want us to pause here for a second. And uh, when we come back, uh, I want us to talk about some of the deliberations you've had with representatives uh, of students and uh, even the South African Union of Students. And then also, I guess, this, this issue of uneven uh, connectivity across the length and breadth of our country and the impact that yes. that's going to have, and even on the hardware side of things, uh, the uneven access to uh, devices, uh, which, which in my view, I mean, I think would have been a perfect opportunity for what some people call a transversal government contract so that you can get those uh, for all of your government institutions at a lower price per unit. But we can come back to that issue on the other side of this brief break. I'm in conversation with uh, the Deputy Minister for Higher Education and Training, Science and Innovation, Budi Manamel, and we continue after this.
It's just over 10 minutes, or just under 10 minutes, I should say, before 9 p.m. And you tuned in to Metro FM Talk here on the Mighty Metro. Under the microscope this evening, we catch up with the Deputy Minister of Higher Education, uh, Science and Innovation, and that is uh, uh, Deputy Minister Puti Manamela. And uh, we're talking about uh, what's happening on campuses as uh, we try and salvage whatever might remain of the academic year. And... Um, I guess, Deputy Minister, I want us to just briefly talk about uh, this idea of blended learning, so a combination of contact learning and uh, what happens uh, online. And uh, we've certainly seen some teething problems in many institutions uh, in getting this process uh, running. And I guess it comes with the territory, but also it's a perfect opportunity uh, to transition many of these institutions into some semblance of digitization. Uh, we saw the issue with laptops and uh, the issue with the connectivity. And uh, I'm wondering from where you're sitting, whether or not there could potentially be a systematic solution here. I mean, it can't be that every university is procuring laptops and everybody's doing it in their own silos when we could get some cost savings on the back of, uh, I guess, the Treasury doing that on behalf of all public institutions through a transversal contract. Well, I fully agree with you, and I want to address that. uh, Mm. Maybe let me start with, I mean, look, our universities are... Uh, the, the ones which are a bigger challenge are contact universities, mm. which is uh, a completely different pedagogy compared to online universities. Yes. Um, you know, so UNISA would have a completely a complete set of different challenges compared to VETS, uh, and UNISA will find it much easier to transition into. Uh, this kind of an environment, precisely because that's what they've been made to do. Mm. Now, some universities uh, have been offering blended, but not for specific students, but for, you know, a whole range number of students. So, uh, you know, universities such as uh, 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 Porschefstrom would have a bigger number of students studying online, but they also have students who are studying, uh, who, are, who are going there, uh, you know, as a contact university. So, if you are going to expect students who registered for contact in uh, learning and want to uh, midway uh, convert those into online uh, learning students, you're going to have a huge catastrophe in your hands. And that's why what said to universities that online learning, um, as we traditionally know it, is not what we are transitioning to. Yes, you can offer uh, some lecturers uh, in, in support for students. You can offer them devices, which is a big challenge. You can offer them data mm-hmm. uh, and all of that. But at the end of the day, we have 27 weeks of the academic calendar that still needs to be completed. And that's what we, uh, you know, intend to do uh, once we get to, uh, you know, level one. And, um, uh, you know, so part of the discussion is how do we ensure that uh, all students in the immediate have emergency measures, interventions for them to be able to have access to learning and teaching so that when they come back, you know, we only focusing on catching up and all of that. Uh, you know, so so that's basically our approach so that no student is left behind. I fully agree with you that this is an opportunity and that's why our minister has been driving this issue to ensure that we work together with Treasury um, and save costs uh, in the in the procurement of uh, devices. I understand that some of the universities had already gone ahead anyway, mm. uh, you know, but we are mainly focusing on those universities which required our support 
you know, we, we the numbers have been crunched. Discussions are taking place and, uh, you know, probably should be finalized with Treasury. And the minister should be making an announcement in terms of how that, uh, you know, would work. So I fully agree with you that, uh, you know, the, the we have to ensure that we use government's expenditure power in order to save, uh, you know, the fact that we are uh, in a crisis doesn't necessarily mean mm-hmm. that we should be, uh, uh, you know, out there uh, spending. And I know that there's a lot of anxieties out there. You know, a lot of students are like, I haven't spoken to my lecturer. Uh, I haven't had any contact from my university since uh, the recess. I've left my study material uh, mm-hmm. at, at uh, campus. Most of those have been addressed. Most of the students have received their study material. It could be memoristic, it could be the actual textbook, it could be, uh, you know, a a, a, a laptop. Those who haven't, Mm. uh, you know, it's something that uh, we really are working on to ensure that every student, by the time they sit for their final examination for progression Mm. into the uh, second or third or final year, uh, you know, they have that kind of necessary support. Just in terms of will be be retired, quick one. Yes, yes. few seconds. Uh, so 33% of university students will be returning. Yes, they yes. should have been contacted. It will mainly be postgraduate students. It will also be uh, medical students in the medical sciences. Okay. But we've also said to universities, those students who are in the far-flung areas who don't have connectivity, data, and devices mm. must also be a part of the 33% okay. that returns on campus, even if they have to sure. stay on campus and, and, and study and catch up. Two quick related issues, and, and I'm yes. quite conscious that we left with about three minutes or so. I think the first one is, um, and I think successive waves of student struggle have sort of uh, drawn our attention to this, which is uh, the plight of many non-academic staff that work on our campuses. And if you're coming in at 33%, many of them are going to be either sort of, uh, you know, uh, uh, made obsolete. They won't be able to go and work in their workplaces. What are some of the things that uh, we're thinking about there? Or are we saying that people should go and get uh, relief and support from the existing measures that have been announced, primarily the UIF? Then the second issue is about off-campus students, many of whom are in uh, private contracts with developers and property companies uh, and who've had to pay their rent, rental obligations month to month during this a period and might have to do so even if they don't have to go back onto campus. Are yeah. you negotiating with some of those landlords? Let me start with the qu- second question. Actually, we're getting a report tomorrow in our ministerial task team, uh, and we will give the minister appropriate advice on how mm. to deal with that issue. It's one issue which we've been inundated with and which is on top of a uh, uh, our agenda. It also include, I mean, students whose parents have been tra- retrenched in this mm, period, mm. Uh, you know, and what sort of relief is there. So uh, I think adequate measures will be announced by the uh, minister at an appropriate time. Um, you know, and, and there are engagements with the trade union or trade unions in terms of uh, workers on campus. Uh, those are continuous. Those are part of the bargaining process. Um, you know, and we're giving it the support that it deserves. And institutions have also been given uh, uh, financial support so that they're able to respond to this uh, crisis so that, you know, as as few people as possible should come out as worse off as possible, uh, you know, before the, the, the crisis started. Mm. And uh, I guess, Deputy Minister, you know, uh, many students uh, who uh, are listening to our conversation uh, also are reaching out to us here. And one of those is uh, Kululu saying, uh, she heard, here's the 33% who are coming back, but um, uh, what will happen to the other students? Are we assuming that all of yes. the others would uh, be in a position, one, to access uh, the uh, yeah. other part of the blended learning? No, 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 most definitely. I mean, part of the measures uh, that the department 
the minister announced about a week or two ago includes support for students who will not necessarily be returning to campus. Our projection is that, uh, you know, within time we should be getting back to level two and then level one, wherein we will return to normality. So those students will then return to campus, uh, uh, you know, once those conditions have been met. But in the meantime, all universities have given us their plans. We are giving those plans our support to ensure that they uh, support all students who are not necessarily going to be part of the 33% mm. or even the 66% later on. I must say, emphasize that our plan here is to make sure that we save lives. That's sure. more crucial. Uh, but in the process, we've got to save the academic year. Uh, we've got to make sure that students progress. We've got, uh, you know, hundreds and thousands of students from grade 12 who may be joining the uh, mm. universities next mm. year. So, um we really want to see more students progressing into the world of work or postgraduate studies or anything of the sort. And that's why we're giving them the support. And part of the primary reasons why we're doing that is not only are the majority of students funded by the NSFAS, which will be a huge loss to the state mm-hmm. if they do not succeed, okay. but but they are students who are self-funded mm-hmm. by their parents, mm-hmm. and we don't want to see those resources going to waste. Okay. Deputy Minister, we'll have to leave it there and uh, we'll have to wait for some of the announcements that uh, you said are coming uh, in relation to those transversal contracts and also uh, some of your conversations with the landlords. Thank you very much for your time. Thank you very much. Thank you for having me. That there was the Deputy Minister for Higher Education, uh, Science and Innovation speaking to us this evening, Duputi Manamela. We're going to have to leave it there. The man with the music is your musical accompaniment all the way through to uh, midnight. And uh, remember... We've got uh, your visual uh, digital roundtable tomorrow. You can catch that on metrofm.co.za or on YouTube. Have yourself a great evening. Take strength, be safe, and uh, let's make sure that we see you on the other side of this uh, COVID-19. Have yourself a great evening. Nangoku sisai banga le economy.